Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. I need it five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert, an everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. So, um, what's new in your world? All right, Avengers Endgame has crossed the $2 billion mark and it only took 11 days. Whoa. Uh, yep, that was a record. It's past Titanic and now is the second highest grossing film ever. That goes to Avatar. That holds the number one position with $2.8 billion. So it'll definitely beat it. Uh, it oh. I mean, it's only been 11 days and it's already at $2 billion. Yeah. So that's, uh, guys, I mean, we do this for a living, we read these headlines. The numbers become white noise. But I thought about this yesterday. Let us just think about this. I mean, this is insan- mm-hmm. insanity money. This is like stupid money. I mean, the fact that the Titanic record has stood since 97. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's in, Mickey Mouse right now is like at a spa or oh, something. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my parents even came out to see Titanic and my mom hadn't been... <laughs> a movie since Popeye in 91 or 81. In 1981 was the last time she had been to a movie. So maybe Uh, I don't think my mom's going to get out to see Avengers Endgame, but yeah. All right. uh, (laughs) Joe Jonas posted a question on Instagram. He asked fans what songs they would want to hear on their upcoming Jonas Brothers tour. And John Stamos commented, I guess he's a huge Jonas Brothers fan with the song Forever. Now, Forever was a song that Uncle Jesse sang to Aunt Becky during their wedding on Full House. Oh, so, oh, so oh, yeah. even covers, too. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> does he just like the song, or is there some hidden meaning there yeah, from the uh, John Stamos? I don't know. I don't really know the workings of John Stamos's <laughs> mind, but... <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, um, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek, he recently spoke at a benefit in Los Angeles in support of pancreatic cancer. Uh, he spoke after a 22-year survivor spoke and said, I'm a 62-day survivor. Give me a break, but I'm working on it but i promise you this if i become a 22 year survivor you will all be welcomed at my 100th birthday party Aww. yes Aww. yeah so he's very hopeful and and looking positively on that front oh nice all right that's the latest dirt you can find more on our app and my talk 1071.com that is brand new information my talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8 20 12 20 and 5 20 on my talk 1071. Welcome back, everybody. Or welcome to the six o'clock hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Hi! Hi, Richard Simmons. Please tell me why you're doing this to yourself. 
I, I don't know. Aww. We've been waking up this early for years. I don't know. Because B. Arthur pays us. Maybe that's why. Yeah. And we love it. We it's love the fun. people. That's why Richard Simmons. That's why. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Thanks for being here. Happy Monday. I feel like <sighs> I, I, I'm like in a really good mood. If I kind of feel like I'm, this should be a Friday. I'm so peppy. I don't oh, know wow. What, Did I, Garth I, Brooks I, do that to you? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah. Hey, and speaking of Garth, uh, we heard from Phil Jones, our buddy, who uh, uh, works at the stadiums, uh, and he said, I, you know, I, was, I put a bow on my review or my observations about Garth Brooks. I'd never been to a, a concert at U.S. Bank Stadium, and Phil wrote, The floor, I had, we, we were sitting on the floor, the floor is notoriously better sounding than up top. Mm. And sadly, the sound was 50% better than concerts in the past. Mm. It's still, he goes, but it's still an issue. And he agreed. Oh, that it good. was an abrupt that it was an abrupt ending. Yeah. So Friday, I guess, got the better show. Uh if you Garth did Friday and Saturday. But let me be clear. The dude, I don't want anyone to be like, wow, you're just being negative about Garth. No. I now get what all the hype is about. The guy is amazing live. I, I, I say this about Michael Buble. There's one thing for like, uh, you know, um, like a boy band or someone or like a duet or, or you know, a duo because you can play off some someone else. And though he has his incredible band, it's still one performer holding the intention attention of an entire stadium that yeah. takes a special human being. He is it. I, I get it. Everybody that sings his praises and has for decades, I now understand. He is dynamic. He's personable. He's honest. He's relatable, even though he's a multimillionaire. You know, I I, I get it, everybody. Patricia, you really would get, get up it. on stage with him at some point? or I don't think so, Lex. Oh, I, you okay. know, I left a little early, so anyone, did, if she did it later in the show, let me know. But uh, Colin really wanted her yeah. to come up, and no, she did not. So I don't know. Maybe she did on Friday, but no. Um, she did a little tailgating party outside U.S. Bank Stadium, but uh, I think that was about it. Mm, 607. Uh, s- We're going to get into this. Uh, yeah, coming up in the next segment, CBS News uh, made something official just a few seconds ago. We'll get into that, so don't go anywhere. Uh, but first up this hour, oh... Maybe this is why I'm feeling good, because I felt very nostalgic on Saturday night. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Saturday Night Live on Saturday was one of my favorite episodes as a whole, as long as I, in many months. I can't remember, and again, I always say this with Colin, he's not an LOL kind of guy, other than Shites Creek. (laughs) (laughs) Poop Creek makes him laugh out loud, but he's not a laugh out loud at a sitcom kind of guy. We laughed consistently and he doesn't even like host Adam Sandler. He doesn't? doesn't? No. Oh. Colin does not like Adam Sandler at all. And even Colin said this episode from tip to tail with the exception of maybe three skits was really good. Lex, what did you think? (laughs) I loved it too. The only thing just in general with SNL the skits go a little too long. Now, I know that might be timing yeah. for you know the segment, and that's the time they have. They have to fill it. But they hit the good stuff. You're laughing. You're laughing. And then it's like, 
this needs to end. They're staying at the party too long. They right, are, and yeah. let's just move along. And but I don't know what the solution is to that. I I don't know if you morph into another skit, or what the answer is, or maybe a a, a taped bit that is super funny. But that's my only beef with SNL, at least this Saturday. Because look, we had Sean Mendez, we had. Adam Sandler, what a great combination there! And Adam, he did that whole song about getting fired, and then Chris Rock came in and he said he was fired, <laughs> and then Pete Davidson joked, "Yeah, I was fired," and he's like, "No, no, no, but don't worry, it's coming." Yeah, be patient. So funny. Oh, Dawn, it was so good. Yeah, I didn't watch, I but I I feel like I need to go back and watch. There's certain pieces that I should look for. Uh, that one that Alexis just said, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the, and I always fat, here's the deal. This is the sign for me just as a viewer. I always fast forward past the monologues or I, I go, I don't listen. I, they make me uncomfortable because they're not always good. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Adam Sandler's oh. was so good. So Dawn, I would watch that. I would, uh, weekend update was good. Um, I would watch the Sandler family reunion skit. Lex, did you love that one? That was hilarious. Yes. With all of his characters and everyone played his different characters. Oh my gosh. Oh, cool. Okay. So they acted, Dawn, they acted like all of Adam's characters were real family members (laughs) that he stole the ideas from. It was, and then there's some special guest stars that pop up. Um, yeah, there uh, were a few faces. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you. I know. Kristen Wiig. Yes. Oh, Lex, did you stay toward the end? The, the skit with Kristen Wiig and Adam Sandler and oh. Kate McKinnon at the bar, the <gasps> yes. three gross people. Oh my gosh. I was kind of grossed out watching that, but it was hilarious. <laughs> they had a lady in the tramp moment and we were <laughs> oh, ew. Ew. oh, and then sloppy seconds and oh. all three and Dawn, of them. It was so outlandish. If it had been Lex, let me see if you agree with this. We're talking SNL if you just tuned in and how good it was. Lex, if it had been any other cast members, it wouldn't have been funny. It would have just been stupid and gross. Yeah. But that's because true. it's because it's Wig and McKinnon and Sandler, like Kristen Wig, Dawn, and my talkers, the concept was it was basically three complete weirdos at this yeah. bar like just <laughs> yeah. gross weirdos that Keenan start Thompson is the bartender too oh my who god who wants just to kill himself he's like oh my god and they're all gross and they want to have a menage a trois oh, no. so Kristen Wiig pops up and she's like super 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 tan <laughs> she yeah, looks like, like Tan's tan mom, mom. <laughs> and her, like her cousin she has like these big saggy boobies mm-hmm. and she throws them on the bar <laughs> and it makes like a lead sound on oh god and then they start kissing and oh it's just again in the hands of anyone else it would have just been absurd. Um I thought Mendez did It was a great- absurd but it but yeah. in the most funny way, yes. Yeah, Mendez Sean- was good. Oh yeah. The kid can do it. I mean, he is very talented. He's oh Yeah, he wore a vest and is like his his arms were all out. I'm like, wow, look at you playing that guitar and singing all falsetto but, and cute. But Lex, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, I don't. So Colin goes, did you, okay, did you see Sean Mendez in the Sandler family reunion sketch? Yes. With the bald head or the shaved head, basically. What was that? Okay. Let me see. That if was you a agree. wig. Well, it was a wig, but Colin said, Wow. Not that the kid isn't like has not. He has a great, you know, the guy has a good body. 
but he is a really good example of how hair really can make a guy because with like just a little hair <laughs> he's not quite as hot and i don't you know what i mean well, and I, yeah it was like a short buzz cut because he was that i forgot what character it is now but yes it was <laughs> i didn't recognize him at first and then i go oh wait that's Sean Mendez. Yeah. Dawn, it was just, Colin goes, I don't want to be mean or I don't want to sound like catty or bitchy. <laughs> but, but I'm going wow. to. But he needs but, his hair. <laughs> yeah. That kid needs his hair because he's all right without it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But with, the, with his hair, you know, it was just very funny. Right. But, uh-huh. anyway. but the best part of the night was at the end. <sighs> Adam Sandler's what? tribute to Chris Farley. Why don't we take a break and uh, I'll get and we have that everyone. If you missed it, yeah, Adam sang the song and it was just, especially if you're from our generation, uh, you know. And Lex, you 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 remember Sandler and that crew, don't you? Oh, you're, yes. I mean, you're you're what? You're how many years younger? That you're five, six, yeah, five or six, yeah. But for D- Dawn, I don't want to speak for you, but Sandler and Farley oh, yeah. and Love, yeah, that's, that's a sweet our spot for you guys, mm-hmm. for sure. yeah. So when we come back, everybody, uh, that uh, that uh, sweet dedication and then CBS makes some huge changes. Ooh. We'll talk about all of that when we return. Welcome back to the show. Ho, ho. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk. One seven one everything entertainment. Everything. Cowboys. I'm Jason. Lex. <laughs> yeah. And Don McClain. Don McClain. Thanks for being here. Hope you all had a really wonderful weekend. Chris Farley uh, was the focus of the closing of SNL last uh, or the, over the weekend. Adam Sandler returned as host. It was uh, you just heard us recap it. I loved this episode. I probably am a little impartial because, as I stated earlier, uh, Sandler and that whole crew was very much the sweet spot. I always say this: every generation has a SNL generational sweet spot. You have a cast that you love and you think is the best. I think that's how long the show's been around. Everyone has their own. For me, it's that cast. It's Farley and Spade and and Sandler. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll shut my mouth. Here's a little bit of uh, Adam Sandler's uh, Chris Farley song. First time I saw me was sweeter than honey. Plaid jacket and belt too tight, and he wasn't even being funny. Then he cartwheeled around the room and slowed ass with a cleaning lady. He was a one man party. You know I'm talking about, I'm talking about my friend Chris Farley. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this— all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 and use code JAPOD50 to get 50% off. That's code JAPOD50 at Factormeals.com slash JAPOD50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On Saturday night, my man would always deliver. Whether he was the bumblebee girl or living in a van down by the river. <laughs> he loved the bears and did good dance at Chippendales with Swayze. When they replaced his coffee with Folgers, he went full on crazy. <laughs> the sexiest gap girl and me love in the band. Without a lamb, be no lunch lady in lunch lady land. Oh. You know, I'm thinking about, thinking about my boy Chris Farley. So good. Oh. We'll play oh more God. later. We have, we, we're going to play that whole thing before uh, we wrap up today because yeah. I could cry just, oh. and you guys should know. Oh, I'm getting little chills because you guys should know. Um, they set it up so beautifully. The producers there are so damn good. Uh, they had a, a kind of a jumbo screen next to Adam, mm-hmm. uh, so images and, and oh clips were playing as Adam played, and it was just simple, wasn't it, Lex? Oh. It was so it was so damn good. I'm surprised he got through it without breaking oh. down. I would have because see, Avengers Endgame doesn't make me cry, but that does. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, well, Leslie uh, Leslie Jones said Lex uh, on that point, uh, you know, because I she's one of my Instagram stars. I love her, and she was like she, second row. Yeah, she said there wasn't a dry eye in the house. Oh, she said there wasn't. God. Adam was the only one that actually kept it together. Wow. She goes, but everyone else, she said everyone was not just bawling. It was just, you know. Yeah, wait till you hear the other verses. <laughs> Talks about oh, his dad yeah. and, yeah. Let's Ooh. play. You know what? Let's play a little bit more. We have nothing but time. Listen I to this. just got it together. <laughs> Sorry, Don. After a show, we drink a quarter Jack Daniels and stick the bottle right up his ass. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but hungover as hell that catholic boy always showed up to morning man oh we tell him slow down you'll end up like belushi and candy said those guys are my heroes that's all fine and dandy but i ain't making that stuff up that's the truth about my boy chris farley in the office crying with his headphones on listening to a casey and the sunshine band song i said buddy how the hell is that making you so sad then he laughed and said just thinking about my dad the last big hang we had was at Timmy Meadows' wedding party. We laughed all night long, all because of Farley. But a few months later, the party came to an end. We flew out to Madison to bury our friend. Nothing was harder than saying goodbye, except watching Chris's father have his turn. 
still bring us so much joy make my kids laugh with your youtube clips oh tommy boy yeah. <laughs> and when they ask me who's the funniest guy I ever knew i tell them hands down without a doubt it's you yeah i miss hanging out watching you try to get laid but most of all i miss watching you torture spade you're a legend like you wanted but i still wish you were here with me and we were getting on a plane to go shoot grown-ups three yeah life ain't the same without you boy and that's what i'm singing about i'm singing about my boy chris farley and if we make enough noise, maybe he'll hear us. Aww. Give it up for the great Chris Farley. Oh my God. <laughs> See it right, Don? Oh God. Right? Oh my God. That is so sweet and. Oh, gosh. I know. And truthful, like stuff we didn't know and. Oh man! Yeah, they. Uh, his brother was on my show a couple months ago, and he said that it, not just his family. He said one of the toughest things was looking over and seeing his SNL boys just lose it at the memorial. Just oh Sandler and, and Spade and stuff. Yeah. Coming up on six twenty six, everybody. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we've been talking about it. Big changes announced on CBS. What's going on with Gail and Nora? Ooh, girl. We'll talk about that when we return. Six thirty one. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk world seven one. Everything entertainment. Everything is that a mouse or a rat? I'm Jace uh, with Lex, <laughs> Don McClain. <laughs> I did that just for Alexis because Lex hates rats. <laughs> oh gosh! Okay. Sorry for those of you who love them and have them as pets. I just yeah, can't. You can't handle them. No. I get it, girl. I yeah. get it. Because one ran over your foot with its large cartilage tail, right? When you were wearing flip-flops. Yep. That happened in Boston. But before that, as a kid at the cabin, we'd, you know, come to open up the cabin and there'd be mice in there sometimes. And, oh, just mm -mm, lots of encounters as a child. And started early. I get it, girl. Then my brother had a mouse as a pet. Mighty Mary. And she freaked me out. Oh, Because he'd make me hold her. Oh, jeez. And then he thought he had two girl mice, but actually they weren't. One was, in fact, a boy, and they had babies, and their babies looked like little black jelly beans. And then they grew up, and he didn't know what to do, so then they started having babies. It was (gasps) just horrible. Oh, no, this is multiplying. Oh. Wow, yeah, I kind of went there. Sorry, guys, but that's where that all, that's the basis. I didn't know you had such, oh, a history of rat trauma. (laughs) Mice. Mice. I love it. Anyway. 6.32. Uh, We've been uh, hearing about it, reading about it. Uh, We talked about it on Friday. Big changes. You know, if you're up this early, you're with us. Chances are not only do you listen to morning radio, but you probably switch on morning television at some point. Maybe you watch the cable shows. Maybe you watch the network shows. Uh, There's a lot of changes coming to CBS 
you know, there's a new boss there at CBS News, uh, Susan Zarinsky, um, after they got rid of hopefully all the Mervy pervies at CBS. And uh, they made some big announcements. It's teased, and here we go. Gail King just announced it. We're going to see it a half in about a half hour uh, live here in Minneapolis. But as you guys know, it aired about a half hour ago in New York. Here it is. I'll let Gail tell you. Before we get back to all of that news, and there is a lot of news today, we have some headlines of our own this morning here at CBS. We are announcing some major changes today moving forward, working to get even better at what we do. So you might have been reading about all the speculation. We thought today would be a good day to hear it from the horse's mouth. Hello, horses. <laughs> Let's start with you, Nora O'Donnell. Hey. Let's start with Nora because this is big day for Nora O'Donnell. She's been named, have you heard? Anchor and managing editor of the CBS Evening News. In our world of television journalism, there is no job that carries a prouder tradition or a more oh. crucial and current responsibility. Jeff Gore, as we all know, is a fantastic journalist and trusted colleague here. His award-winning reporting has shed light on important issues and highlighted the humanity in our world. His conversations, you should know, with CBS News continue, and we all hope very much that he will continue working here. It will be his decision. Nora will take the helm at the CBS Evening News this summer, and starting in the fall, she will anchor from Washington, D.C. That's big. So we focus even more on stories from the center of power that impact the lives of Americans across the country. Nora, by the way, will also serve as the network's lead anchor for political coverage, reporting on primaries and election nights across the country. And... Yeah, you got a lot of jobs. <laughs> and she will continue her role as contributing correspondent on 60 Minutes. Bravo, Nora O'Donnell. Bravo. Thank you. I think about the legacy. I think about the history of CBS News. And uh, it's incredibly humbling to um, accept this position. I was um, looking through some things that Walter Cronkite said. Yes. You know, and he, uh, he said, I can't imagine a person becoming a success in life without giving everything they've got. And so I'm going to give this everything I've got. I believe that. And um, at CBS News, you know, I don't stand on the shoulders of my colleagues. They carry me on their backs. Yeah. And so this is a great moment, I think, for all of us at CBS News, as Susan Zarinsky has taken the helm. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes, 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 Why I think yes, there's yes. been such speculation about it. But the truth is, a new era begins, and it's a great era. And listen, and you are the third woman, single woman, to host an evening broadcast, and you're doing it from Walter Cronkite's chair. That's very cool. Thank We're you. not done yet. Hold on. John Dickerson will be moving across 57th Street. We're on 57th Street, by the way, to join 60 Minutes as a correspondent. Did you hear I said 60 Minutes? He will bring along all his insight and skills as an interviewer and writer to the number one news broadcast in the history of TV. John will also be a contributing anchor for all of our biggest political nights. Hello, best-selling author. <laughs> <laughs> so they announced that. So bye-bye. Everything, uh, the rumors were all true. Uh, John's leaving. Nora's leaving. Nora will be anchoring the CBS Evening News from Washington, D.C. for the first time ever. Uh, I think ever. Maybe it was there during part uh, uh, part of Cronkite's run, but I think it's always been based in New York. But anyway, mm -hmm. that is a big deal. Out of all the headlines, that's a big deal because they got a lot of moving to do. All of the producers are currently based in New York. Mm. So well, I wonder how they feel about moving. I was just going to say, so that's why you notice Gail oh. said she will anchor it for the summer uh, in New York mm -hmm. and in the fall move to D.C. But mm -hmm. that's the big thing of like, okay, what about the reporters? I mean, yeah. what about the producers? Everybody else is involved. I wonder how yeah. many people are involved in that evening yeah. news. Now, I'm going to keep watching Twitter. They uh, they obviously did not even joke 
or make uh, or make any um, uh, t- type of reference to the fighting, uh, the, the fighting that alleged goes on uh, between Nora and Gail. I don't, again, I said it on Friday on this show. I screamed about it on my TV show. I posted about it. I think it's hogwash. Mm-hmm. I think it, it smells of sexism in the writing uh, of these tabloids sometimes because, it, you know, it's good headlines, as I said on Friday, to write that two women are having a dynasty-esque catfight. It's not as exciting to write that they get along, that two professional women get along. I don't think they'll ever along. address that, Jace, because they're just like, eh, that didn't happen, so we're moving on, and here's the news. Oh, you th- see, I can see Gail, because of Gail's personality, Bringing making, yeah, making like a little thing, but maybe, maybe not. So Gail will be joined by Anthony Mason and uh, Tony DeCopel, who is kind of new, well, and uh, they will be joining her on CBS this morning. And oh, uh, and her, yeah. she just signed her contract, too. Yeah. So what's the deal, Lex? Because I didn't I, I I didn't read. So does it give any info of what she's getting? Yeah, she's doubled her salary. Girl, get it. Oh, yep. my gosh. How great for her. Oh, yeah. Eleven million dollars a year. And that m- might be actually more than that. But that's what they're saying right now. She makes five million. So more than double. Girl. Well, as even Oprah joked with her, because they were in negotiations before the whole R. Kelly interview happened. Mm-hmm. And and Oprah joked when that happened and she got <laughs> universal praise. Oprah goes, Jesus loves you. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. That was the perfect timing. Wasn't it? Jesus, the Holy Ghost, the Virgin Mary. Whoever's working through R. Kelly. Whoever, but Jesus loves you. That that happened right at the moment. You, you have become, you have become your, Irreplaceable. Thank you, Jason. I am having trouble talking. I got to tell you about a. I got to tell you about oh, a yeah, phrase. Oh yeah, about that, that too. I got to tell you about a phrase. Uh, you know what? I'll just tell you now. Now because we're done. I don't know if there's anything. Yeah. So congratulations to yeah. Gail and Nora, and it's going to be good to have yet another woman uh, host solo uh, an evening newscast. It was Katie Couric, Diane Sawyer, and uh, and now Nora O'Donnell. And uh, as Alexis always says, representation is important and for a little girl that wants to be a journalist to Mm. look on the tv and see a woman in that role that's a big deal everybody Mm. that's a big deal okay Mm. really quick to end this on a funny note this is embarrassing for me i can't say and i don't know you two i don't lex i don't i can't remember if there's a a a trip word for you but i can't say the word familiar I always have a hard time saying that. Familiar? Yes. Familiarity. Okay. Yeah, it's like, it comes out so weird sometimes. <laughs> Dawn, do you have a, a word that you trip over? Oh, yeah. I'm sure I can think of one. Yeah. No. Okay, mine is r- r- rural. Oh, right. I, r- rural. <laughs> I can't say small town. <laughs> I can't say. Well, we were, I was out with my mother-in-law and, and Colin yesterday, and we went by, we were in Anoka, and we drove by this um, this business that sells like gazebos and um, sheds and uh, little mini houses. Now I'm going to type, I'm going to type in the instant messenger, <laughs> what the big sign said. 
Now, Don, can you or Alexis, one of you, can you read what I'm when I'm what the sign said? Okay, let's see. Yeah, Let look here. Huge shed sale. Okay. Huge shed sale. Huge shed. Sh- see, I. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I can't. Oh, you're getting ahead of yourself. I can't do it. And my mother-in-law, <laughs> thank goodness she wasn't driving. We, I had to pull over. Because I was driving and oh. I go, oh, look, a huge shed shed. See, I can't do it. Shed shed. I can't. Oh, we no. tried. Wait, wait, try sh- it again. Huge shed shed. <laughs> huge shed Huge shed Huge shed Huge shed Huge shed shit. Huge shed shit. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait. Do the middle word by itself. I can't like <laughs> Just do shed. Huge shed. Huge shed shed. Oh my gosh. I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. Huge. Huge shed. Huge shed. Huge shed shed. Oh God, we must have done this. We were we were on the side of the road. And I Colin was like his face was so red. So then we went into the restaurant that we were going into. And so they gave me some time and we got back in the car. My mother-in-law goes, Okay, let's try it again. Now that we and I go, and I, I couldn't do it again, and we got laughing all over again. So Colin, as he does, Colin goes. Put that in the rundown. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Put that in the show. No. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's hard because you want to combine the last two words. I, yeah. And or it's you like get verklempt at the beginning and want to say, yeah. Yeah. Huge shit. Anyway, 643. Okay. Uh, we, we were going to maybe say this for tomorrow, but I can't wait. And I want to hear from Dawn. I uh, told y'all about a, a show that maybe you would want to binge this weekend. The new Christina Applegate show, Dead to Me, on Netflix. Uh, Dawn watched it. A lot of you watched it, actually. You were tweeting over the weekend. Uh, we're going to hear what Dawn has to think when we return. It's feast or famine, I got to tell you. Honest moment. Lex and Dawn can tell you. My talkers, we, you know, we always pull back the curtain and let you know what goes into the show's. Some days, my talkers, the three of us are hoping a celebrity <laughs> robs a 7-Eleven just so we can have something. It's a rough road some days. Something, something right, right, oh, Lex, right, yeah. Don? Uh-huh. We, yep. are, we are going to old Playboy issues just to find <laughs> topics. Uh, but today is a day, like, there's so much popping. And, like, I... I, like, I haven't even mentioned my buddy Jeff Passolt, who retired last night. I, I, we, I, I say this because, Lex, I continued listening to Gail King. Uh, she, They just made some big announcements on CBS this morning. Gail yeah. did address oh, she the did? rumors. Did oh. address the rumors that she and Nora do not get <gasps> along. So we'll play that okay, please, in yes. the 7 o'clock hour. So, And it was beautifully said and handled just as you would expect. From two classy professional uh-huh, women. Aha, when who they go low. Genuinely, yeah. Yep. 
Yep. Who genuinely like each other. Awesome. Anyway. Okay. 649. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex and Don McLean. Okay. Don McLean, I turn to you. Uh, I was uh, was celebrating the new Netflix show, uh, Dead to Me with Christina Applegate, produced by Will Ferrell. I'm going to shut my mouth. What did you think? Oh, my gosh. I love this show. Oh, thank God. (laughs) I absolutely love it. And I normally wouldn't um, delve into this show just because the topic you're like, okay, what is this about? The log line is basically a woman trying to get over um, that her husband has died. And I'm like, oh, dealing with grief. And I don't know if I want to do that. But this show is so funny. I mean, there it's a combination of like really funny moments that are just awkward and inappropriate with touching moments. Oh, Christina no. Applegate is just doing her best work here. This yes, is fantastic. You. you know, she is a great actress in this, but also just that fun, lovable character that you know from Anchorman and oh, yeah. uh, you know, just like really great comic timing. Um, her co-star. Uh, let's see, what is her name? Linda, Linda, Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. She's having a moment, too, because she was she just is. in Avengers Endgame and also um, in oh. The Curse of La Llorona. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, so she's just delightful as well. It is definitely worth watching, and they're only 30 minutes. Yeah. So I got uh, through watching 67 episodes of Game of Thrones or 69 <laughs> episodes to oh catch up with gosh. my boyfriend who's watching it, too. We get to watch it together tomorrow night before we leave on vacation. So I'm really excited about that. But uh, mm-hmm. setting that aside, this is definitely you got to check this out. And it's just it's a new, fresh script that just. I knew you would like that. Oh. Is the whole Dawn? season available? Or? Yeah. yeah like oh, it is. It's, okay. it's 10 episodes, so I got through, um, I am to, to episode 6, and every episode there's some surprise where you're like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, it's really fresh, and wow. great job, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay, our executive producers, as well as Christina Applegate. And she really just opens her heart, because there are moments that are really mm-hmm. sad, and, and, and you... you you really f- feel for her, you know, what it's like to go through grief. She's <laughs> she's in a group, like a support group for grief called yeah. Friends of Heaven. And just the stuff that happens in that group alone and how, I mean, this is, it's a brilliant show. It's a perfect combination of something that has heart, but also doesn't keep you crying for too long. You're laughing within, you know, five minutes because they break the tension. Nice. Oh, I, I just love it. And Dawn is someone, yeah, as someone, as a a screenwriter, I knew, and even my talkers, even if, you know, you're not like Dawn, you're not in the business and you, you may not realize it. Isn't, isn't it just fresh and the script is is so like not contrived. Mm -hmm. It's just real. And and there's mystery to it. Um, You know, there's things that you don't expect and things you're waiting to find out, you know, what's going to happen with these characters. Oh, Christina Applegate had to go to therapy by the way, after filming this. Really? Yeah, she really taps into um, some things that she, you know, to, to she cries a lot in it. You know, she really goes there, and she said she had to uh, break into some things that really have hurt her in the past to get there emotionally. And um, she says grief doesn't have to be a timeline. Grief is messy. So she's grieving in the worst possible way and has just, you know, found going to therapy to really help her. She's like, I unearthed a lot of things 
within myself by doing this show. Yeah. It's great. I, I really hope it continues on. I haven't ended the season yet, but I can I can imagine how there's so much more of the story to tell. Yeah. So Le- I don't you nice. think Dawn Lex will like it? Oh yeah, you'll love it, Alexis. Yeah, you have I- a you know, you like a good comedy and also you like things like us where you're crying so (laughs) i don't write really like full dramatic shows so this is just enough for me uh and it's really just like you will laugh out loud for sure awesome okay well i i'm definitely gonna taste it yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's so uh, again just fresh and original dead to me everybody dead to me on netflix and a lot of you i saw um on twitter thanks for email uh, thanks for uh tweeting i'm glad y'all are are liking it i just like something new you know what i mean something we haven't that's not a reboot or yes uh, or a reimagining just an original concept right you know I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoy. What about the twists and turns, Dawn? Was I oh right? Oh, my I mean, gosh. Yeah. It's just you're not even expecting them, honestly. No. Because at the beginning, I honestly thought um, that it was going into a romantic relationship. Yes. <laughs> which nope. was like, no, no. Nope. no it's just Lex, that's no, what no. I thought was the twist. And I, I'm not giving anything away because no. that's like right away. Well, you, you're going to. You're going to go, huh? And it might. I mean, you never know with this show. It yeah. might go there. So That's how good it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, wow. you, you, you're, you think it's going to zig and it zags on you. And you're like, what the mm-hmm. hell? Keeps you on your toes. Oh, I like yeah. it already. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's dead to me, everybody, on ye old Netflix. So uh, check it out with Christina Applegate. Hey, guys, uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, Lex and the Cities, Dawn at Dark, and then just my name, Jason Matheson. And Mondays are for fairies. A new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers has uh, dumped, right, dumped, that sounds horrible, has <laughs> oh. dropped. Yeah. yeah. It was horrible. Um, this one's all about get organized people that's what we t- that's what the title is Colin basically takes over this episode and gives you all the steps that you need to do before you even get on that plane before you even think about going yes it's a, it's a valuable episode so find us on podcast one Spotify or wherever you get your podcast and follow us on Instagram too. two fairy godfathers we're gonna take a break we'll be back with uh, Gail King addressing all the Nora O'Donnell drama right after this